live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for May nineteenth in the year of our Lord twenty twenty. The goal is to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Incredible. CNN does a poll. They want to find out about trusted news sources. and Well, everybody likes CNN. <laughs> Do you trust the pollsters, Kurt? Well, I mean, I believe if we did a poll of our listeners, they would probably think we were a pretty good source, Sam. And, and so CNN's doing a poll of their own viewers or whatever. And it's not a surprise that they found out that their viewers think they're a good source. I, on the other hand, think they're... A, Less than a valuable Less than stellar. All right. I get it. Mm -hmm. Anyway, fascinating talk radio is here to stay. I'll tell you that right now. By the way, um, a guy called me and he said, hey, Sam, your um, radio station used to be on the Sea Crane radio, Wi-Fi radios. And uh, I turned it on the other day and your station doesn't come up. And he's right. We upgraded our upgraded our streams because Google blocked the old style streaming we were doing. We stuck with the old style for a long time because it had the greatest uh, potential for listenership. In other words, it was the easiest to get and use. And and then when Google shut it down, that changed all that. So we had to upgrade our streams to it's called IceCast Two technology. Anyway, we upgraded to, uh, some of our servers and everything else, but then that shut down uh, some of the broadcast station lists that we were on uh, on the internet and so we upgraded the the streams we had to but we can't keep track of every list we're on i mean we've spent what since 2009 so you know 10 years plus building uh, our online presence and and so we're on so many lists it's hard to keep track of all of them kurt uh, because even people put us on other lists and anyway the long story short of it is that the Sea Crane Radios um, didn't have the updated stream. And so this guy's like, I can't listen on here. And I told him I would do something about it ASAP because I appreciate the feedback from the listeners. And he was telling me about this. And so I said, listen, you know, I can call you back and tell you when it's fixed. Or, um, you know, you can call me back. He said, I'll call you back. He didn't want his, you know, me to have his name and number, I guess, which, you know, I understand. Uh, you know, in this era of out-of-control belligerent government, and, and people don't even want to. I mean, people want to listen, but they don't want to let people know they know me because otherwise they're afraid the government might take them down, too. Right. So people are super concerned. And I don't blame them in this era of tyranny that we find ourselves in uh, these days. Nevertheless, um, the point is, uh, I did some research and the Sea Cranes radio, uh, the Wi-Fi radio, use a list called the Receiver list. And it's owned by Qualcomm. Anyway, I went to the Receiver people. And I got them to update our stream. And the guy emailed me back this morning and said, hey, your stream's updated. Uh, it'll propagate to all the radios within the next 24 hours, Sam. So thank you for updating your stream. And your stream should be live momentarily. Uh, so anyway, since I don't have any way to get back to that guy that called me, uh, I just wanted to announce that on the radio and let everybody know. If you've got a C-Crane radio or any other device that uses the, the receive a list, then we've updated that list now. And we should be live there soon. So I thought that was interesting, Kurt. It's some pretty cool news. Couldn't agree more, Sam. Very yeah. good. Yeah. So anyway, just thought Very I'd bring good. that to your attention. And by the way, the yeah. guy that called in thought we were phenomenal at news. And so I'm just going to say we took a poll and everybody liked us, Kurt. It was phenomenal. It was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> yeah. Don't you just, doesn't really it feel impressive. good to be loved, Kurt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these people are goofy. The things they do are just wow. All right, California County Caves. Kurt, this is a good story to talk about. Well, uh, yeah, and, you know, uh, we talked about Tesla a little while back, uh, but this is the headline from WorldNet Daily. Uh, California County Caves, lets Tesla reopen after Musk threatens to leave state. Uh, Subheadline, car maker sued government for acting contrary to officials and just plain common sense. I mean, imagine being uh, Tesla being ticked off because the government of California didn't act in common sense way, Sam. Yeah, but here's uh, where but, I kind of have an issue with Tesla. He threatened to leave, and now yeah. he's going to go, oh, I'm going to stay in California because they caved to my... But look, they're tyrannical. They'll just do it again and again and again and again and again. You need to leave and make a real bold, direct statement, Mr. Musk, but you won't do it. And he's going to stay in California and get whatever he can at the trough of the government, like he always does. That's kind of my problem with guys like that. You know, you find these wind farmers or these you know electric car builders or these guys that are really innovative and really neat people with real intelligence and real promise and then what they do is they partner with government or they you know put government on the hook for the dollars and they ruin everything they're doing sadly so but anyway so you know i don't believe that musk will even leave the state it was all talk to get them to cave because here's what musk says in his next headline kurt well, yeah. Um, bottom line is, uh, next one says uh, Tesla to employees. Another World Net Daily piece, by the way. Choose not to work, comma. It may impact your unemployment benefits. A subheadline: We completely respect your decision and will support you. Now, why would you ever uh, tell you know, your employees not to work? That's the most ignorant thing I've ever heard in my life. Well, I think what he's saying is that, uh, you know, according to the rules, I guess, there's some, you know, deal with the unemployment uh, free money or whatever. Yeah, you get more money in unemployment you than you do uh, as your paycheck. Right, but I, apparently if you choose not to, then they can take it away or something like that. So I don't know, uh, but... Uh, you know, at least I was surprised because I kind of view uh, Musk as, you know, like you said, kind of a handout government guy. I do think he also uh, feels like a lot of his um, customers, if you will, are Californians, uh, you know, people stuck in those big cities and the Hollywood types, et cetera, who, uh, you know, they're they're wanting to quote, save the planet, even a few, they don't want to look behind the curtain and realize that, hey, uh, that electricity has to come from somewhere. Uh, but, uh, you know, I I think he's, uh, you know, a shrewd business guy and, and has figured out a way to make some money. Uh, yeah, but I would never and, tell uh, my employees not to work, first of all. Well, I don't think he's telling them not to work. I think he's what does telling the headline them, say? if you choose not to work, uh, it may impact your unemployment benefits because, uh, you know, that's right now they're trying or he was trying to open up. I think they're opened up now. So is he but trying to tell them to work or what's he trying to tell them? Well, I think, uh, you know, he's he's doing it the politically correct way. But he's saying, look, if you don't come to work, uh, it might impact your unemployment benefits. And uh, then on the other hand, he says, you know, you have to do the politically correct things where he says. So maybe he's encouraging them to work. 
I think so. But because but my if issue not, is he let's just straight workers. Talk. Let's just talk straight for a second. Yeah. Right. I was hoping Kurt was going to talk while I was getting that phone call, oh, but no, we sorry. got neither. I thought you said we got some idiot weird. child from Google trying to call me on a phone line, telling me to update my Google records and dead air at the same oh, time. It's just insanity. Okay. Uh, All right, ladies and gentlemen, back to the worst discussion of because... intelligence here. The reality yeah. is this: uh, Musk needs to learn to straight talk. Okay, here's right. the deal. Here's what you say: Government's out of control. Your regulations are extremely whacked out, belligerent. Government's encouraging people not to work. It's insanity, and they've got these crazy rules to the point where I can't even hardly run my business around here. The fact is, you need to get back to work. There are rules that'll that'll jack down your unemployment if you don't work when you. In other words, if you choose not to work when work's available, you're not going to get the unemployment benefits you hope to get. And the bottom line is, you better come back to work now and thank heavens the city caved. I'm going to put you back to work while I engineer moving out of this cursed place right now. Okay, the sooner he straight talks with people and quits playing political games, the better off we all are. And the fact is, whether it's the environmental wackos or his technology or whatever else, I don't want government subsidies for any of this stuff. And the bottom line in my mind is this, Elon Musk, if you have such a great mousetrap, then by all means build it without government money and prove you've got a better mousetrap and let it rock and roll and gravitate towards the most freedom-loving section of the country you can find and praise that till the cows come home. Okay, but no, he's going to stay in this bastion of regulation. He loves California because it's regulated so much that people have to buy his cars to stay out of political, you know, H-E double toothpicks. Uh, and, and he loves this kind of playing the ends against the middle idea, and he gets rich off the backs of the taxpayers in the process. Okay, the reality is we need to stop this game where we fund every rich man on the planet with our tax dollars, with a new idea towards environmental wackoism, okay? I appreciate electric vehicles, and I do believe electricity is a great way forward. And I believe we can make electricity very inexpensively and very creatively. But in order to do it, you've got to get government out of it or it'll never happen. Government loves to stop the progression from occurring, okay? And, and as long as Elon and these guys play these government games, they will never, ever get us to a place of, of independence and stability because what they do is they continue to back this regulation, even though they pretend they don't. They really do because there's dollars in doing so, and there's a way forward. The second they really openly thumb their nose at government, government will shut them down. So there you have it. Shoppers are shifting to make the point, too, Kurt. Great point, Sam. Yeah, looks like uh, they, this is a world of daily piece. Uh, says uh, shoppers shift from stockpiling, you know, piling up all that toilet paper, et cetera, to uh, penny pinching at grocery store. Uh, you know, anyway, subheadline, you are going to see a lot more recessionary behavior. End quote. Now, Sam, do uh, you want to analyze why uh, this would be going on? Well, first of all, the government literally shut the economy down, folks. I know they want you to believe the coronavirus shut the economy down, but that's a flat-out lie. The truth is the government shut down the economy. So at first I panicked and said i got to have the necessities of life when they locked me in my house, unconstitutionally as all get out as that was. Now what people are saying is now that I can finally come out of my house, the problem is I don't have any money. Because remember, they shut the economy down. So am I penny pinching if I don't have any money? Let's talk about it. 
Hey, listen up. This is a deep state alert. Former Texas Congressman Steve Stockman, who moved to arrest Lois Lerner for contempt of Congress, has been imprisoned by the very office that Lerner led. You heard right. Stockman hit the Obama administration hard, and they hit back with the full force of the federal government. The guy who said he wanted Mark Levin as Speaker of the House was the first to threaten Obama's impeachment, exposed Hillary's selling steel to the Iranians, and blocked both Obama's immigration and gun bills from even reaching the House. But Obama holdovers came after him in federal court with trumped-up charges and have locked our guy up. Like many others, he was on Obama's hit list. Steve fought for us in Congress. Now we need to fight for him. Don't abandon this wounded hero on the battlefield. Let's help cover his massive legal costs. To chip in five bucks or more, text the word FIGHT to 444-999. That's FIGHT, F-I-G-H-T, to 444-999. Or go to DefendAPatriot.com. That's DefendAPatriot.com. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married and have some kids. All right, Charlie Daniels rocking the radio, baby. Doing a good job. Cool sounding, ain't it? All right. Um, all I'm telling you is that, Kurt, this if I don't have any money when I come out of this coronavirus thing, because I've been locked down for like two months, and the government's literally taking all my money because I can't make any money, and then they run around and say I'm penny-pinching at the store, Kurt, is it really penny pinching or is it really being a little bit uh, careful with my cash? See, the only one that doesn't need to be careful with their cash is government. They're the only ones belligerently spending us into oblivion. The rest of us are going, look, I've only got a finite amount of money here. I already stockpiled and spent more than I probably should have, but I felt like I needed to so that I had something for my family. I'm not trying to stockpile, but I am trying to make sure I have what I need. And now I'm trying to be a little careful because on the other end of this fiasco this intended intentional uh, government shutdown uh, economic shutdown i don't have a lot of money so i'm gonna use my money as carefully as i can now to me that's a legitimate response to the force that's been you know delivered to each one of us kurt i don't think this is a penny pinching i don't like these terms stockpiling and penny pinching In, in both cases we the people are the enemy right you're a stockpiler. You're a penny pincher. You're ruining something everywhere you go. And people are just trying to survive. The real issue is government is out of control. And for the Elon Musk example, hey, he had to literally force the government to let people go back to work or he was going to leave the whole state. And then he said to these workers, hey, if you choose to stay home, you're not going to end up with your benefits because once I call you back to work, you have to work or else if you don't. You're not going to get money from me, and you're not going to get money from the government either. 
And so it took an Elon Musk to force this reality on them, Kurt. And now they're going to go, oh, man, you know, you're a penny pincher. This is just insanity headlines, sir. This is ridiculous. These people are doing whatever they need to do to try to stay alive. That's all they're doing. They're not running around trying to pinch pennies. Uh, what do well, you say? And it's, I agree a uh, thousand percent, Sam, and that's uh, what I've seen, uh, you know, basically with the honey in the honey world, I guess you could say, in the uh, business that I'm in. At first, it seemed like, uh, you know, you had kind of a, I guess you could say, increased sales as people were like concerned that, hey, uh, you know, they couldn't get it or, you know, it might not be available. And now, uh, you know, you've got people, I think, uh, getting more uh, raw honey and that kind of thing because they're concerned about a couple of things. Uh, the health issue, which is kind of emphasized with the whole coronavirus thing, and um, they're concerned with uh you know the little bit of money they might have even though those even though those big checks are supposed to be rolling in uh you know when there people ain't don't no have big jobs, checks rolling in kurt i know that's the point um sam but even though people don't when people don't have jobs they start being concerned about their money more sam Dumb that's penny what's happening idiots. I come think. on <laughs> See, that's, that's the attitude they have. It's insane. Now, listen, folks. You're going to see a lot more recessionary behavior. You want to know why, Kurt? Because it's a recession. Yeah, that's exactly why. So, you know, when you force a recession on everybody, we're so surprised that there's recessionary behavior there. We just dumber and dirt these people. It's amazing. All right, I, I should have seen this story ahead of time. It's in Kurt's 513 batch of stories, uh, and it relates to the Michael Flynn scenario, and I should have brought it up right when the Flynn stuff was happening, but again, there's so many stories, I just can't keep track. But it's Rand Paul and Michael Flynn. Kurt? Very good. Uh, and, uh, well, Rand Paul is basically uh, suggesting or, you know, saying that there's, uh, you know, some some stuff we got to get to here um and i'm trying to get down to it says rand paul and michael flynn travesty of justice yeah i don't believe any of this could have happened without obama so he's basically putting obama right in the thick of it where it belongs but again bob barr's not gonna do anything or not bob william barr's not gonna do anything about it and then president trump says i'm not gonna influence William Barr, I'm not going to mess with the Justice Department. I'm going to keep a hands-off approach. So really what you're going to see is nobody go to jail. And so the criminals will be rewarded for their abuse, and next time they'll do it again. Because you know what? Why not? It worked last time. It derailed America for two-plus years. Uh, it made sure that Hillary or none of these people went to jail. And uh, that's the pattern set. A secret combinations are above the people. And it looks like no one's really willing to step up to stop it. I think Rand Paul's spot on right on this, though, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Anything more from that piece? Well, let's just hope that um, Rand Paul, uh, as well as others who want justice, uh, you know, that we get it for Michael Flynn, we get it for Steve Stockman, we get it for, well, everyone who is needing justice, and we, uh, yeah. you know, let the uh, chips fall where they should and people like Obama and the Biden and Clintons uh, pay for their crimes. If we are a God-fearing people I'd believe we could get this done but as long as we turn our back on God I'm afraid we're just going to get the kind of government we deserve folks. 
Bloodshed in the streets is what they're talking about next, Kurt. Very good, Sam. Uh, and I'm looking for how far down is that one? That's I have uh, no idea. It's in your twelve, right. or it's in your oh five uh, oh, stories. It's the one yeah. right after World the World Net Daily. Uh, well, at least on mine, except it's for about the ones that I down because well, I did six um, of your stories in a previous day. See, it's the next one okay. after the ones that I had to pull out Sorry. to match subjects from before, right? Like I should have done Very this top good. one. That makes sense. Uh, and if I had know, done it right, headlines, we wouldn't have even had that. We went straight to this one. See. Very good. World Net Daily's piece says bloodshed in the streets, question mark. Cop suspended for defying lockdown orders. Uh, Subheadline, stopping people and asking for their papers. What is this, 1930s Germany? Um, So, you know, I mean, it's good to know there are not all policemen and not all uh, law enforcement that are going to do this kind of thing. you know, I'm grateful to see it. Uh, this guy uh, basically just defied it. We talked about it. This is the recording that we had. Yeah, it's the same uh, as this the cop played the Seattle. recording from. Yep. Yeah, that's the guy. And, uh, you know, it's just good to emphasize it because the sad thing is uh, the standard media won't uh, tell you about this guy hardly at all, Sam, right? Yeah, in fact, he got kicked out of his police department and everything else. So, you know, again, whenever you stand up for liberty, man, you just get smashed. That's but we're grateful for him, and uh, yes, we are. You know, like he says, uh, says on his uh, recording that he has a couple of houses and that kind of thing. We hope that he, uh, you know, does his best, like uh, Michael Flynn's got to do, like Steve Stockman's got to do. Yeah, this do, guy like, will. I uh, think he's a pretty stand-up you know, guy. I think he's pretty dedicated to it, and I commend him. Yeah, but he, like the rest of us, is going to take an absolute beating. He'll probably lose his house to the IRS. He'll probably get, you know, lose his job. He'll just probably completely melt down like the rest. That's of us. how we got guys like Lowell Nelson and you, Sam and Bushman and, and Kurt Crosby. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> and, and it's not that I really want people to lose their jobs. I'm just telling you, no. that's what it's going to take, though, to get enough more and more and more and more and more of us to stand up to where it becomes. Um, I don't know if the words ubiquitous, but it becomes uh, enough of the right thing to do where others are saying, I need to stand up, too. Okay, you're going to have to lose your job. You're going to have to get assaulted and abused by the IRS. You're going to have to get, you know, some government regulation to just ruin your, you know, just ruin your comfort zone to the point where you decide standing up's worth it. And it's a sad tale to tell, but that's where we are in America. As long as you keep your, you know, your creature comforts around and everything, you're not willing to stand up. But man, as soon as you lose enough, then you say, hey, <laughs> I, I need to stand up, but I don't have a choice. Freedom is more important. Freedom above fortune. One guy that got abused pretty hard said, what, Joe Bannister? I think that was his name. Anyway, Donald Trump is celebrating. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, I guess you could say he's celebrating, but apparently, uh, you know, the headline reads, Donald Trump celebrates two great congressional wins, one in Wisconsin and one in California. And, uh, you know, at least it all depends on the guys, but I think uh, there is hope that these will be uh, some of the better uh, representatives in Congress uh, that uh, may help get rid of more of the swamp monsters. We can pray for it, no doubt about it. There you have it. All right, now, I don't know how to respond to this story because it's so old. How long have we been talking about this thing? What do they call this? Center-left Supreme Court justice? What the heck does that mean, first of all? Well, um, what you've got um, 
is, you know, you've got the different Supreme Court justices and, you know, everybody knows that certain ones of them, uh, you know, vote certain ways, right? And uh, this one in particular, we're talking about uh, uh, the... Where is the guy? What's it, Roberts? Here? Breyer. Breyer. Um, it, Justice Stephen Breyer. And he typically votes with the court's left wing, they say. Uh, but now, well, Why do they um, say center left? Well, he lies uh, that he's from the I center agree. and he votes left, folks. That's how it really yeah. is, okay? And who put this guy in place? A Democrat? Barack Obama? I don't know. A lot of times it's the Republicans. Yes, put it is. Place. Anyway... He's doing something kind of right, I guess. We'll talk about it. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. Like a broken clock, right once in a while, Justice Stephen Breyer whacked out left, pretend he's from the center. Actually does something kind of good, Kurt, but I'm so sick of this story. Understand, Sam, I know what you mean. And, uh, you know, this uh, whole speedy trial thing just takes like forever these days. But in this case, uh, what he's talking about, what the story's talking about is uh, these uh, guys who typically are, you know, going after the president's paperwork, not only his tax returns, but in this case, here's what uh, uh, Breyer uh, had to say. Uh, He says uh, he's talking about these uh, subpoenas that the House's lawyer was trying to convince the court that the president himself wouldn't be burdened. That's when Justice Breyer wheeled on the House counsel to say that the subpoenas he'd seen certainly could impose a burden on the presidency. Uh, He said such subpoenas um, apply to 15 Trump-affiliated entities. They ask for all documents related to opening of accounts, due diligence, closings, requests for information by other parties, etc. Yeah, what they if call that somebody, is intentionally voluminous requests, Kurt, that are just flat out yeah. out of control and unreasonable. If somebody, he says, if somebody subpoenaed you for that information or subpoenaed your tax accountant or subpoenaed somebody in your business, wouldn't you at least want to know what was being turned over? Uh, Breyer said, wouldn't you want to ask them? And might that take time and might that not take effort? So my problem is there may be burdens here. So Breyer's defending uh, Trump, which is a good thing, and that's why we bring it up. It's good, but the reason that I'm sick of this story, though, is I've heard about Donald Trump's tax returns from the second he walked down the escalator. And you know what, folks? We don't have any right to get President Trump's tax returns or my tax returns or yours or anybody else's. There's no authority. There's no... Okay, this is just fiasco. And you know what? Why we even tolerate the IRS in the first place is beyond me. Shut down that criminal enterprise, folks. This is what I mean. I'm getting just sick of it over and over and over. We just talk and nothing ever seems to progress, Kurt, in terms of writing the republic. Okay, why are we debating Donald Trump's tax returns? The people asking for it are criminal, Kurt. Well, he points out, Sam, the same thing that we talk about every so often. When you give one thing to somebody, the same thing can be used by 
I guess your so-called opposition in the future. And you know, he says the fact that what I hold today will also apply to a future Senator McCarthy asking a future Franklin Roosevelt or a future Harry Truman exactly the same questions. That bothers me. So, you know, he's basically pointing out, hey, if you do it to this guy, you know, it can yeah. certainly be done. It'll come to back to bite else. you. And he's spot on right on this. And so I'm not downing Breyer in this case. Once in a while he gets it right, and we commend him when he does, is the whole point. However, yeah. I'm sick of this story only because all we got to do is shut down the IRS and the story goes away, Kurt. Right. All right. I mean, and it's just you free wow. the American people. Yep. Amen. Right. Free the president, too, who, by the way, is right. one of the American people, just so you know. Yes. Sir. I know people believe he's president, therefore he's not one of the American people anymore, but that's not the truth. He has every rights that he had as an American individual. Uh, even if he takes on the mantle of presidency, he still does not lose his individual um, rights as an American. So let's be clear about that. All right. Kurt wants to talk about this college. I don't know how to approach this story, but just let her rip, I guess, Kurt. Well, it's so crazy, Sam. Uh, this is in the WorldNet Daily. Uh, I mean, they're pretty good news source, and they've got it in their Brave News Schools section. Um, and I've got these two together because I think they kind of go, and I don't know if you already, you know, Ripped them apart, but uh, hopefully we can do them together. Uh, The headline reads, College Hosts Bizarre Masturbation for Manifestation Event. Uh, Subheadline, Can Pleasuring to the Image of a Pile of Cash Bring a Pile of Cash in Real Life? Now, the next headline, I think, you know, is pretty telling. It says, uh, under the Brave News Schools section as well with WorldNet Daily, it says, Desperate colleges aggressively court student applicants. Quite a lot have already dipped into their wait list. So in other words, they're desperate because uh, they're having a hard time getting students, you know, getting business, if you will. And yet they have um, events like the previous story, uh, masturbation event. You know, I... I'm just surprised, frankly, that anybody goes there. And, and yet, on the other hand, uh, we see the solutions being brought forward by whether it's churches or uh, private sector groups like Liberty University, uh, you know, BYU Pathway. There's so many good ones that are brought out. But, boy, there's some sure messed up ones, huh, Sam? Yeah, but, Kurt, the world loves this. And if you turn your back on God and you don't think about any of these things and stuff like that, and you're just, you know, do you want to live a life of convenience and pleasure or a life of dedication and covenant? Okay. Really, the questions are clear. The decisions are stark. Okay. Look, it's going to bring a pile of cash to the colleges in real life because if you're, what you're going to find out five years down the road is you're going to find out some big old government entity funded this bizarre sex, what's this thing called? Masturbation for manifestation uh, yeah. event or whatever. Yeah. You're going to find out the government basically paid him a bunch of cash to hold that thing, Kurt. Probably. Or, or it was government waste or something is going to you know, roll that out. Or it's going to be uh, Planned Parenthood in bed with the condom companies in bed with the funding of government. But yet, don't worry, they didn't use those funds. They used the different funds and the other bucket right. kind of lies. Okay, but it's the bottom line, same thing. They're doing it because they're going to get right. plenty of cash. 
There's another brave new school one that is close to that. There no, should have had it right by it. But, but to me, it's kind of connected to this other one that says, uh, "Brave new schools say state agrees to keep yoga out of classes after a hundred pastors object, not merely an external physical practice with a purely psychological effect." Well, you know the thing is. <laughs> People say, well, religion, you could keep that out, uh, you know, somehow. And yet uh, yoga, uh, I think these pastors are saying that it's got its own kind of uh, religious viewpoint, if you will, Sam. And uh, that's that's what they're talking about. It's from the Christian Post. I guess several Ohio public schools, or we would say government schools, have agreed to keep yoga outside their classrooms after more than 100 local pastors argued to state officials that coercing children to practice a form of Eastern religion is a violation of the First Amendment. So, now What do you think about this, know, Kurt? Well, first of all, you fix it, you know, just like you fix the IRS problem, Sam. Uh, Shut down the government by, schools. Amen yeah, to that. You don't have that. Uh, but, you know, if you're going to keep that problem, then, you know, it's pretty much hard to fix so many things because you've kept the main problem in the first place. Right? Yeah, and there's two thoughts, there's schools of thought on this uh, yoga stuff. Some say it's a religious practice and some meditate and truly take it into a religious realm. Others, though, just consider it one of an exercise options. Right? And so it's, it's, it's kind of hard to know where to take it. It depends on who's teaching the class, Kurt, and what agenda they focus on. And that's so true with so many of the things that we have. For example, a sex education good. In my mind, yes, if it's done with a loving father and mother that teach children about the proper procreative partnership with God that can take place with righteous people who are married and bring children into the world and what a blessing that is and that sex is designed, one, for that purpose and two, to bring a husband and wife closer together and to give them something that they uniquely share and, and experience together and it's a blessing uh, within the bounds God has set. You know, there's the fire in the fireplace is wonderful, but when it gets out of the fireplace, it wreaks havoc everywhere. See, if we teach it right, sex education is wonderful. But when we say sex education, instantly you think government school and promoting <clears throat> college hosting events and yoga events. And you know, before you know it, it's just all off the rails. Uh, so, again, you know, I don't believe that ideas or technology are good or bad per se. It's in the eyes of the beholder. In other words, it's in whoever's doing the teaching and doing the instructing. And I don't really have a problem with yoga per se. Because I think a lot of times it can just be a, a um, exercise thing. But it's true that people can turn it into religious rites and religious whatever. People also oftentimes turn yoga into yoga mixed with sex stuff. And again, I would say that perverts the intent off the rails, but many do it. Many are involved in that regard. And so you've got to be very careful. Anytime you turn your kids over to the government school, folks, in my opinion, you're, you're in serious jeopardy. But that's just my view, right? All right. Any more on this one, Kurt? Nope. All right, you got a judge in the news ordering lawyers about, Kurt. The judges love to order stuff, don't they? Well, yeah. Uh, and and to me, this goes with this whole school thing. Uh, WorldNet Daily's got the piece. Judge orders lawyers to call biological boys, girls, or else. Uh, now, subheadline, now faces motion to remove himself from controversial case. Man, Sam, it's just up is down and down is up. Roger that. Stuff. 
It's crazy town in America, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you how to make up, up, and down, down. Ready? Turn to the Almighty God, our Creator, our Author of Liberty. Repent, and He will heal our land and protect us. It's a promise. We just got to do our part, huh? Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win they lose nothing less big q little q the calm before the storm by a friend of Megagoria. the strategy of heaven revealed big q little q the calm before the storm available on amazon.com or by calling caritas in the u.s at 205-672-2000 The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues that affect the American West, its people, lifestyles, lands, and wildlife. The Loving Liberty Radio Network is proud to support the publisher's efforts to provide an active forum for solutions that preserve the vanishing American cowboy, farmer, and sheepherder. Each issue contains informative articles on life in the American West, along with breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of the cowboy spirit in our day. Each issue of Range Magazine also features great gift ideas, like the 2020 Real Buckaroo Calendar and the book Tales from Out There. Order online from Range magazine.com just click on the shopping cart the loving liberty radio network salutes the spirit of the american west and those who are keeping it alive at range magazine begging politicians bureaucrats and educrats and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land the constitution this is Liberty Roundtable. All right, so a whacked-out judge. I don't even know how to deal with this, man. A whacked-out judge literally says, hey, you got to call biological boys girls or else. Yeah, this guy's just nuts. Yeah, this is in uh, Connecticut, Sam, and uh, they, they've they got a case now uh, that's challenging the Connecticut law that allows boys who identify as girls to compete in girls' high school athletic events. The attorneys filed this motion to dismiss this judge who barred them you know, from referring to the transgender athletes as males. The attorneys are representing three female high school track athletes and it tells their names. And this is a case against the policy of the Connecticut Interscholastic Athletic Conference. Uh, Sam, I mean, if if my grandpa were still around and I told him that, hey, some judge says you have to call boys girls, uh, he'd be like, what? Of course you would, because we've just lost all morality. We've lost the moral compass that makes up, up, and down, down, folks. Okay, but the bottom line is, in my opinion, this judge needs to be flat out impeached. The guy's a nut.
And you could say, well, no, Sam, he's just enforcing the rules on the books. Okay, he doesn't have to enforce perverted rules, folks. He just doesn't. And if he loses his judgeship over it and says, I'm going to do what's right because it's right for right's sake, I'm going to ask myself what is right here, he'd be a hero. But right now, in my opinion, this guy's a nut. And if I was an attorney, I'd simply say I'm not doing it. And if they disbarred me, I'd be done. Okay, we need to start having people stand up, folks, for a change. And that's the problem is nobody stands up. I asked Ted Nugent on Saturday. I said, hey, how come a lot of rock stars don't stand up? They know the truth. And he responded and said, yeah, they know the truth. And they believe like we do, most of them. But they're not going to stand up because they'll just lose their careers. And they'll lose their record deals. And they'll just simply lose their fame and fortune. And they're not willing to do it. Kanye West told us that same stuff. Yes, he did. So Kanye West and Ted Nugent are spot on right. And me and Glenn Beck have received the same kind of treatment. Hey, quit talking about God and you got a talk show. Talk about God and you're out. I said that years and years and years and years before Glenn Beck, but he doubled down and supported my point. So, you know, it's everywhere. We see it. The truth is the truth. And most folks just don't have the integrity to stand. But there is a couple that's been married 61 years. Well, yeah, Sam, and to me, these are really cool stories, but it's interesting how the two um, people report it. For example, Drudge uh, says, a couple married 61 years die less than an hour apart. Now, I think that's pretty good. Uh, So 61, 71, 81, they're probably both in their 80s, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, somewhere in there. Uh, but the bottom line is they've been married for 61 years. They stuck together. They hung in there and all that stuff. Uh, but the CBS headline, you know, was rip. It was just messed up. It says, it's devastating. Couple married nearly 61 years die on same day from COVID-19. So... See, they want to get the COVID-19 in here, how horrible it is. Everybody's dying from COVID-19 stuff. And my response is when when you're in your 80s or 90s or whatever you are, and you've lived a tremendous life, and you've lived 61 years with your spouse, when you pass away an hour apart so you don't have to miss each other and everything else, I don't find it devastating. I don't. I don't find it horrible. They're going to die of something, Kurt. Okay, I'm great. One was 85 years old. He was, Bill, and she's 83. And, uh, you know, bottom line, uh, you know, it says uh, uh, one of them got a cough around the same time a few weeks ago, or they both got a cough. Both had suffered years of medical problems that made them high risk for complications from the virus. When they both tested positive for it, uh, ended up on ventilators uh, at, you know, tells the place that their children realized they wouldn't likely survive. We knew then it would probably be the end. Uh, and we would say not really the end, the end of this life. Um, but, you know, they're going to go on. Uh, family friend, a Catholic priest, they dressed in layers of protective equipment, performed the religious sacrament, anointing of the sick in their hospital beds. There are seven children, 20 grandchildren, and eight great-grandchildren watched through a live video feed on Zoom as the priest asked for God's protection and peace for the couple a last time and uh, you know it says on may 1 the life support was disconnected from bill and pat he died first followed by his wife about 40 minutes later uh, you know um okay but kurt is, I, I i get that it's sad when anybody passes away because we're gonna miss yeah. him okay so i'm not yeah. saying that's that it's right. no big deal 
That's of course, right. those who miss him, it'll be sad. I, I have sadness more for those who are here than for those who have departed. Because I believe it's yep. part of God's plan. And so it's okay. We just miss them. And so we, you know, in that sense, it's, it's a sad tale. But you know what? In your mid-80s, you're going to die. And you're going to die of something. And you know what? I'm, I'm not saying I want it to be the COVID or something else. But I'm just saying, look, these, they had a wonderful life. They basically died together. They're uh, on the other side. I believe they live again, if you believe in Christian principles. And they're together. And they're not going to be missing each other. I find that personally a, kind of a neat thing. If you could say to me, Sam, in old age, could if you could die an hour apart from your wife and you could do that in old age and you could die, I don't know if I want to say peacefully, but somewhat, right? Yeah. Would you do it? I'd say absolutely. That would be one of the best ways for me to go. Right? And so I guess Amen. I'm saying I just I just don't like the, the politicizing of this, the making this into a big fiasco, the focus on how horrible it is. Again, why don't you focus on the fact that these two people had 61 wonderful years together? The fact that they died less than an hour apart and they're not going to be missing each other here or in the next life? In my opinion, they're seven children, they're 20 grandchildren, they're eight great grandchildren. I mean, they got some pretty good stuff there, you know. But, you know, just to push the whole, it's devastating and, you know, all that sadness, it's just too bad, if you ask me. All right, the car's making a comeback, Kurt. Well, yes, Sam, when you think about uh, you think about it, uh, you know, I mean, we're we're told that, hey, uh, we've got to self-isolate, you know, uh, self, uh, what do they call it, social distancing. Yeah, people well, don't like that, that government transportation in the social distance environment, <laughs> do they, sir? <laughs> They've been telling you know, us to you... go ahead and do the government transportation forever. Then they're like, oh, don't you dare get on that thing, you know? Well, uh, that's what it seems like. Uh, And this is even a Bloomberg story, which is kind of unusual. But, uh, you know, people are going to, when you look at, hey, where might it be safe for you? I mean, besides home, uh, you know, it might be in your own car, Sam. Might? I'm confident it's an independent transportation without government involvement, Kurt. Good point. I'm confident. That's where the answer is. So I'm delighted to see the car making a comeback. And I would also like to see electric cars come to the fruition. By the way, I think electricity could be a fantastic way to power a car. And I believe it's the future. But the sooner we get government regulations and everything out of it and let guys like Tesla really build a better mousetrap to our door without government interference, the project is sadly going to struggle and be on hold and just be fraught with problems and error and turmoil and over expenditures. It's going to go on and on and on. We've got to get government out of it, man, and let that technology come to the table because I believe that great people can make that technology come to the table, Kurt. I don't for one second believe it's bad technology. I just think it's just absolutely hobbled by government. That's what I think. So I'm hey, delighted man, that yeah, the car stages In this Bloomberg back. piece, they say people are using their cars, using their cars because they are afraid to use public transportation, or we would say government. I've been afraid to use it even before the corona. Yeah, good point. You know, Jam everybody in there together and wonder why we got troubles. All right, Kurt Bartering's back. Well, I don't think it ever went away, really. <laughs> well, but, Kurt, uh, if your government it went yeah. away because they don't want you to be bartering and doing things without paying your fair share of taxes, buddy. So bartering yeah. was out in their minds. Now, I know you and I have done it for our whole lives, but they don't realize about that. And let's not clue them in, okay? 
Well, this is a Washington Post piece, which is kind of unusual to find anything useful there. But anyway, it says, bartering is back when life gives you lemons, comma, trade them for a neighbor's hand sanitizer. Uh, Subheadline, Facebook groups and other avenues are springing up as thousands of people look to swap goods. Um, Yeah, we called that kind of... uh, garage sales, uh, farmer's markets, I mean, stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, they talk about a girl trading a loaf of freshly baked bread and a few homegrown avocados for a neighbor's help planting a vegetable garden in her front yard last month. I mean, imagine doing stuff like that, Sam. I mean, uh, it's just... Uh, Isn't it delightful? Break. <laughs> what do we got to do to have more of it, baby? Well, it seems like it would be great, you know. Trade a few eggs for some whatever, you know. Well, did I tell people about this trade? So here's what happened. You know, Kurt thought it was my aunt, but it really is my cousin. There was just a little bit of confusion there. But Kurt's right. It was my relatives. Yeah. She's quite a bit older than you. So that's one of the other reasons that I figured it was. Yeah, she is quite a bit older than me. It's just differences in, you know. Uh, my uncle's family was older yeah, than my dad, right. you know, kind of stuff. Good and then I'm the youngest yeah. in my family, and these people were one of the older ones in there. Anyway, uh, but right. suffice it to say, Kurt trades honey with this lady that's my cousin's wife. And then she gives Kurt bread. It's phenomenal bread. So Kurt's out of town, and she calls him and says, hey, I've got some bread for you. And he's like, oh, man, I'm not available to get it. I'm out of town in Arizona or whatever. And so Kurt kindly says, hey, give it to Sam. And so she calls me up, and we had a great seeing each other once again. We, didn't, we haven't seen each other since our reunion about eight months ago or whatever. And um, so anyway, it was delightful to see them, and they gave me this bread. And, you know, I got the kind without nuts for my wife because she doesn't like nuts, but I got the kind with nuts for me because I like the nuts in it. Anyway, we got this bread, and it was just killer bread, and it was on this barter deal, trade for Kurt's honey, and it was just super cool, by the way. And um, so that all went down, uh, what, I guess a week and a half or two weeks ago about? Anyway, pretty sweet. That's right. Yeah? It makes me think of that uh, old uh, uh, Walt Disney movie from years ago where he's like... uh, Hey, uh, it, I think it was a uh, mm, guy who created Flubber or something like that. And so then the uh, tax man comes and he's like going through all the stuff and the guy's never even brought, brought in a penny for it yet. But, you know, the tax man's always already there. And the guy says, man, you'd probably put your own grandma in jail says, <laughs> or your own mother. And the guy says... Funny thing about mom, those unreported uh, info about uh, selling that jams and jellies, you know. And in other words, he had already done the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> See, folks, we have so, got anyway. to come back to the principles that made America great. We have caught, we've got to come back to fearing God more than government, okay? We've got to come back to standing up for that which is right based on principle. Okay, we have got to do some of these things. We really, really need to do that, folks. Bartering is back, and thank heavens that it is. When life gives you lemons, trade them for a neighbor's hand sanitizer, it says. But I've got concerns about hand sanitizer. You know, we say if we overuse antibiotics, it's a problem. If we use overuse hand sanitizer and things, will it be a problem where the um, disease becomes immune to the hand sanitizer, Kurt? Couldn't agree more, Sam. So, I'd say just, you know, uh, you know 
any of that alcohol all over you. It doesn't make too much sense to me, but anyway. Hey, you got to have it everywhere, man. But I'm just telling you, you watch. Pretty soon they'll be going, hey, don't be using too many sanitizer products because, you know, it's backfiring and we're creating these super bugs that are going to kill everybody. (laughs) Wow. When will this end, people? Propaganda everywhere. But don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, if we turn to God, all will be made right. God, family, and country, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.